the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The Answer San Diego presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning on, oh, smoke, and we're in September 5th. How'd we get here? COVID and all, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's just rolling in. This year's just going really, really quick. Good news is cars don't get COVID. No. That's a good news. But. There's always a but. It's going to be hot this weekend. It is going to be hot, and we're talking about your vehicle and hot temperatures and how it can go so wrong so fast. So, yeah, heat is not your car's friend. I'm just, <laughs> it's not your car's. It's nobody's friend. And, and just, I, re, just you know what? And it always makes it always makes me laugh. Just remember when you're climbing the grapevine at 90 mile an hour. How would you feel if you were jogging up the grapevine? Your car is feeling the same way. <laughs> not only that, what about going out of the desert? I, uh, I have uh, um, good friends in Havasu that live out there on the island. They're all, you should come out. I'm all. It's going to be 120 degrees. I don't want to go out there. It's already going to be 100 here. Well, there's going to be a lot of cars' lives lost on the 10 this weekend. <laughs> a lot of cars. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is you go I was going to say, I'm just going to leave that you're leaving, like, Was it not Palm Desert, but like when you're going up that grade from the 10 right before you go across that like uh, 50 miles of desert right before you hit Blythe. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you see all the black marks on the side of the freeway, that's where cars have caught on fire. Burned to the ground. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's no crosses for them. No. <laughs> Poor cars. That's what I'm saying. Poor cars, man. Some mm-hmm. And some people, mm-hmm. it's your own fault your car dies, seriously. The way you treat it, yes. that's why it dies. That's why I yeah. said, just remember, if that was you jogging up the hill with four people on your back, how would you feel at that <laughs> four point? Four people <laughs> on your back. If I ever have to run up a hill in a hundred degree temperature with four people on my back, well, I got a serious problem. <laughs> no question. No question. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. We are talking about you helping your vehicle in hot, hot temperatures or anything else you want to talk about. 1 888 344 1170. That's 888-344-1170. You can chime in here and get on the radio and talk to us uh, here on Auto Talk Radio. Um, it is going to be hot. Here on the uh, West Coast and uh, into the deserts this weekend for sure. No question. I think today Escondido, El Cajon. I think El Cajon, they said like 105 today. Escondido like 102. Uh, it's supposed to be in the low 90s at the beach. So I will tell you this. It is going to be good beach weather. Yes. So good time to get out there and kayak or paddleboard or whatever you do when you go to the beach. Just lay in the sand and smoke. No, I don't mean smoke like cigarettes. I mean like smoke from the heat. <laughs> I want to be clear about that. Don't smoke. All right, don't do that. That's bad for you. Just like it's bad for your car to overheat. So, but uh, join us here one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Um, we are so happy that so many people have joined us and followed us over here. Um, I just keep talking to folks. Hey, do me a favor if you're out there and you have friends that listen to, uh, used to listen to Auto Talk Radio and not sure. I ran into another lady yesterday and just always trying to get the word out. Hey, we've moved. She's like, oh, I really miss your show. I'm all, why? You can't hear us? And she said, no, you know, you were on 1170 and I mean, uh, the other place, I'm, we're on 1170 now. And I said, uh, um, yeah, so, you know, we moved to 1170. She's all, oh my gosh. I sometimes listen to that radio station, too, so I'll switch over on Saturdays. I said, okay, great. So she was a very nice lady I was talking to in El Cajon. I was working in the El Cajon. I met a lot of great people yesterday in El Cajon. I was working at the El Cajon store. Uh, Chris, my manager, uh, 
on a mini vacation. Took four days, and uh, him and his wife and daughter went uh, on a little vacation, four day four day holiday. So uh, um, they're enjoying themselves. So I worked yesterday with uh, young Dylan out there, and uh, and uh, um, all the techs, and had a great day. Had a great day. So uh, good stuff. Always good to see peeps and talk to them and and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So. Give us a call, 888-344-1170, and we'll keep talking about the cars and overheat. So uh, with the dog days of summer upon us, huh, Kevin? Yes. High yes. temperatures can take their toll on people. No lie about that. And if you're out there at the river, it's probably going to take your tail, toll on you. There's a lot of people going to the river this weekend, too. Uh, yeah, well, this is the big river weekend. It, it is. is. True. There'll be thousands and I don't thousands. Know, I don't normally go on big weekends. There'll so. be a lot of people going to get heat exhaustion, too. Alcohol and 120-degree temperatures do not mix. It's a bad thing. So, and, and even at that temperature in the river, it doesn't help. I mean, you're still hot. It's just hot. Yes. It's like sitting in an oven in a puddle of water waiting for it to boil. Well, Good the job. Ri- <laughs> I awesome. have to say the river, though, it does stay cold. <laughs> Not so, at 120 outside. Well, Not the water's cold. flowing so quickly that it doesn't, because even though when we were out there in uh, Arizona, it was 120 a couple days, but the river stays pretty. It's cool. Yes. Yeah, I get it. But I'm just saying, you know, a lot of people are going to Lake Havasu. Lakes are different, though. That's Havasu's. Yeah, if you stay right in the flowing river, but Havasu's a little different there. Yes. So anyway, but uh, everybody be safe out there. That's all I got to say. Just be safe. Um, uh, However, a few. uh, So many parts uh, of the country are experiencing extreme heat. That's why I wrote this show. I knew this coming up, uh, which can take its toll on the components, on the components of your vehicle. However, a few positive maintenance steps can help you keep your vehicle running smoothly. So uh, um, we will uh, be discussing these tips to help uh, keep your vehicle running smoothly uh, as far as that goes. Let's uh, let's before we move on, though, uh, let's grab uh, Gary real quick. Uh, He's on the line. See what he's got to say. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. Morning, guys. Uh, Appreciate your show. And uh, I did find it on 1170. (laughs) the question I had is sometime if you could discuss uh, the difference between dot three and dot four uh, brake fluid. Sure. And then I got another question for you real short after. Sure. Uh, we can d- discuss the, the brake fluid thing, but, but one is uh, they're just one's mineral based, one's synthetic based. That's about the simplest way to, uh, ah. to, to go about those. So they're they're just a little bit different makeup. You don't want to switch them because the reason that the manufacturers have used different ones is because of the composite of the rubber components they used in the braking system. And also the boiling point is different on those, uh, if that makes sense. Because brake fluid can actually overheat and boil and then get right. moisture in it. So, so yes. So if, so if you've been using uh, DOT3 for many, many years, you should stick with that and not switch over or mix them. Correct. You sh- yeah, they're not supposed to be mixed. Um, some of the cars you can upgrade to the dot four system uh, as far as that goes, but then you'd have to flush everything out and make sure you cleaned everything out. So right, if I right. remember, uh, each vehicle is a little bit different. So I want, would want to verify before switching things over as far as that goes. Okay, great. Thank right. you. Uh, if that makes sense. Uh, just one other little uh, point. Uh, you were discussing uh, fuel injection last week. And uh, I remembered I, many years ago I had a uh, 86 Ford Bronco with the 5-liter uh, engine, V8. And it had, um, so it was an 86. I'm not sure when they started, but it had uh, fuel injection. Just for your... <laughs> for what, your what year was that again? Say that again one more it time. Was, uh, it was an 86 mm-hmm. Ford Bronco. Correct. With the 5-liter uh, V8. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, correct. And it had fuel injection, right? Right, right. Yeah, so I, I, I remember there was discussion last week about, well, when did they start? Uh, it wasn't when so they I don't know when they started, but uh, that mine had it. Uh, oh, no, no, no. You, you are correct. No, what we were t- actually talking about was when they stopped carburetors entirely. We were trying to figure out uh, because they put fuel. Some cars, uh, a few cars in the early 80s even had a throttle body injection. But but we were trying to figure out exactly when they the last carbureted car was manufactured because they were trying to do away from them. And what did it end up being, Kevin? When was it? Eighty. I think it was eighty-eight or eighty-eight or eighty-nine was the last year of the carbureted car. 
and everything uh, yeah. went to fuel injection after that. But yes, yes, you're right. The Bronco in 86 was fuel injected for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and just okay. a little tip on the brake fluid, just a heads up. Mm-hmm. Dot four is compatible with dot three. It does not work the other way around. So a dot three system cannot have dot four put in it. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, uh, in the boiling the owner's in, manual, correct. It, it said uh, it said dot three, and then I keep seeing uh, dot four, and I was thinking, hmm, I wonder if there's uh, if just the owner's manual is old. Gotcha. So, and 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 the difference is the boiling point, but it is also okay. has a different makeup. That's in how it absorbs water. That's why they ha- there you have different dot four and dot three, though. Okay, great. That makes got, sense. Got it. Hey, man, Thank thanks. Thank you very much. No, probably episode. thanks for listening, and thanks for uh, giving a call in and, and talking about that stuff. And have a uh, wonderful, safe weekend, and try to stay cool. Stay cool, right. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Bye now. Take care, Gary. Bye-bye. That's a great question. Well, you know what, though? There is uh, manufacturers out there for Dot 3 that make a synthetic Dot 3, though. Because I have switched it over in some of my bigger trucks, and it does help. On the so you point. can put dot four in a dot three system, but you cannot put dot three in a dot four system. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So you can go. So what they call that is like GM's done a lot. Lot. It's it's uh, um, backwards compatible is what they call that. Yes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So you can put dot four in a dot three, so you can upgrade. Like, and that's what I said originally. Like you could, but you'd want to flush all the dot three out and put dot four in. Uh, uh, but you cannot take dot three and put it in a dot four system. Exactly. Okay. Backwards compatible, right? Yes. So, um, and so they can they can eliminate the new fluid, or they can just go to one fluid. Is why they back backwards. Well, well correct. That's exact. So, and you you can replace everything with dot four if yeah. you wanted to. That it was dot three. You can do that, but you cannot put dot three in a dot four system. It's least well. I don't want to say cannot because I see people do things all the time, <laughs> and it's never good. But it's okay. You, you know can do I mean? it. It just won't work. How about that? <laughs> Correct. Now, Dot 5 is entirely different makeup. It is fully synthetic brake fluid. And it's also a higher silicate or, or yeah. something. And it, it, it has a way higher boiling pain. It's Which, a performance brake fluid. It's using a lot of BMWs, yeah, but, Mercedes, things like and, that. And a lot of those will affect the rubber components on Oh, you on, cannot on, put that in a Dot 3 or Dot 4. Because it'll make the rubber swell or... or yeah. Yeah, and you put dot three or dot four in one of those dot five systems, it'll be a real n- nice experience. Yes. Yeah. It'll be a high, high, I high remember, bill. I remember one time we had a problem with the caravan where somebody, like one of the, uh, somebody went to a, like an Instalube place or something like that, and they, and they put uh, uh, the windshield washer fluid into their brake fluid thing because they thought, you know, they squirted in there. Yeah, that ammonia didn't do so well in the braking system. So everything almost had to be replaced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen. And what about people? I, we've seen people add like transmission fluid or or uh, or, or oil accidentally to a res, a brake fluid reservoir, thinking that that's what went in there. And then when you go to take the lid off the thing after short order, all the rubbers like swell and boing pops out, and you're like, "Ooh, this is bad." Yeah, I don't like motor oil. No, no. And usually, master seller starts bypassing right away. Yes, and things get all crazy inside there. Uh, that can turn into thousands of dollars. Yes. So please do not put uh, petroleum-based products in your uh, brake fluid system. Bad idea, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no fact. It'll be expensive, expensive. All right, folks. So we are talking about the vehicle and hot temperatures and, uh, and uh, items like that. I, I do want to remind folks, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Uh, triple approved and star certified for... Uh, Whew, 28 years now for a while, along with uh, West Ta- West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, where I was yesterday. AAA approved and smog certified taking care of folks out there uh, for seven years now in the East County. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego. AAA, appro- AAA approved and smog certified taking care of folks for over three years there. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, our newest facility uh, for over a year now, taking care of folks on uh, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, uh, right across the freeway from us where we are today, uh, taking care of folks over there for over a year now. All of the West Automotive Group employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio as of we all truly believe in the same philosophy, myself, Kevin, everybody else that works with us, and that is we never put money ahead of people. 
You can stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about for sure. Um, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service need and repairs. Approved credit, we're here to help during this time. Some folks, we know it's a tough time. You got to keep your vehicle moving so you can keep doing what you got to do for your family, job, etc. Here to help you out with that. Uh, stop in and take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis along with the free shuttle rides to or from work or home. And low-cost rental vehicles always available to everybody at all locations. Was that you doing that? Yeah, my phone. Stop it. I turned it down. Oh. <laughs> what is that noise? Anyway, apologize for that. Kevin's playing with his phone over there while I'm talking. Um. Yeah, so good stuff. Hey, and just heads up, uh, it, uh, things that we're doing at all of our locations, uh, um, wiping your car down, you know, after we work on it before and after, uh, as far as that goes and sanitizing keys and items just to make sure everybody stays safe during all this. Uh, we, we requested everybody wear a mask when you come into the West automotive group, uh, as far as just, just following the rules that they have in place right now, as the rules change, we're going to change because you have to. Yeah. Well, it's the rule. Yeah. We're, we're that's totally my point. Have you have to, to. Yeah, that's how we got to stay open. So, uh, but we are here to help you with your vehicle needs, and uh, we'll do it in any and every way possible, for sure. Check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. From there, you can also check out the Automan segments, where I am the Automan on the CW and Fox 5. Go check them out from there. And also, uh, you can click on Auto Talk Radio. All of our podcasts are there. If you met any, missed any shows, you can download them, et cetera. Um, and just, just remember, uh, you can also go to radio.com and listen live. Anywhere you want to, just look for the answer in San Diego, the answer San Diego, and uh, you can download the app and listen anywhere you are in the world. So if you go over to, probably not traveling around the world right now, but if you go a couple states away and you want to listen to Auto Talk Radio, you can listen. That's how pops yes. listen. So anyway, all uh, good. That's how I listen even when I'm in town because, uh, you know, the radio, radio, a lot of people don't. Yeah. So, well, I live in Fallbrook. I don't get very much. That's why we were so mad at Brandon when he broke the internet the one day that nobody could listen. Dad's <laughs> like, hey, I can't hear. And I was like, Brandon broke the internet. That's why we're stuck. You know, it's one of those <laughs> I don't things. get very many radio stations anyways. And even Escondido can be like. Uh, uh, it's tough. It's tough, especially with things. And there's a lot of static. You, if you listen on radio.com, there's, I mean, it's like your list. There's, yeah, nothing. Nothing to, nothing to interrupt the quality of listening of Auto Talk Radio. And that's what we want. That's yes. what we're here for, right? Yes. You don't want to miss a word because sometimes Kevin says some funny stuff. So stay tuned. Anyway, <laughs> give us a call here this morning, 1-888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, 888-344-1170. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can just check us all out at um, westautomotivegroup.com. If you have any questions, anything, you can email us, make appointments, do whatever. Okay, so we're talking about your car being hot and all those great things. First, we're going to take our uh, first break here real quick this morning. And uh, when we come back, we're going to jump right into this or any of your calls. 888-344-1170. You listen to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. And get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. What you doing over there, Kevin? Good morning. Good morning. I'm over here enjoying the morning, and <laughs> what? And I'm reading through the things of uh, of how or helping your vehicle survive hot temps. Oh, there you go. They all make sense, don't they? Well, I, I mean, yeah. Well, number one is very, very important. Yeah, so heat can zap the life from your battery. Most drivers think battery problems occur primarily in winter, which does happen, but not so much here in Southern California. But you know, really what causes battery issues is an extreme temperature change. So whether it be from going hotter or going colder. Really quickly. If you have a battery that's on the edge, that's usually when it, it takes it out. 
without question. So um, that is why when you come into the West Automotive Group, we continually, every time we service your vehicle, we run the interstate check on the battery just to give you a health report of the battery. And often we'll tell folks, uh, the battery's marginal. Now, that does not mean it's not going to start the car tomorrow. But that does mean if you get in a situation like this where the temperature goes extremely, especially if it's on the marginal almost replace area, the temperature extremely changes. Like we're in the 80s and all of a sudden you get 105 degrees of the temperature. That can take a battery out. No question about it. So and Batteries can do weird things too. You know what? I had two yesterday because especially the, the, the diesels, the diesel trucks always have two batteries. Yeah. I had one yesterday that neither battery had, was it at full 12 volts? Uh-huh. It was like 11 and a half volts. Uh-huh. And then one was only, it was supposed to be like 720 cranking amps. One was at 184 cranking amps Ooh. and the other one wasn't. Gotcha. Or the other one I think was actually over the cranking amps. So the thing started up, but it was having weird electrical problems because, you know. And voltages and amperages and all that can cause strange problems with computer control cars. These yes. Days for sure. So, well, especially because it's not like it, it actually draws all its energy off the batteries and the alternator just keeps the batteries like charged. Yeah, it, it keeps them trying to keep them at a medium. Mm-hmm. So or, or if you get an alternator overcharging, it cause wacky problems that happen with the car, too. Well, the alternator wasn't charging at its fault, neither. So yeah. it, there is the alternator fault. was defective. Yeah, but oh, gotcha. all, both all th- all three. How about that? <laughs> it's fixed now, right? It happens a lot. Well, a lot of times, and that alternator's probably been going bad for a while, which has helped de- de- cause the batteries to start to deteriorate and fail. Well, over this time. truck doesn't get driven all the time, neither, so it doesn't help that the batteries sit a lot anyway. So, I mean, true. It's not uh, batteries like to have a little bit of charge on them, you know, every day to keep them at a certain. So, if you let them sit for and let them dive down and then back up, dive down too much. Uh, they they don't like well, it. they're not deep cycle. That that would yeah, be exactly. a marine battery, and they can marine batteries can withstand that. They're yeah, built yeah. for that, so a uh, big difference. Uh, but uh, yeah, when you're talking about batteries, so most drivers think battery problems occur primarily in the winter. Not so true all the time. Uh, summer heat negatively will impact your car's battery, no question about it. Uh, more than the bitter cold will a lot of times. Heat and vibration are a battery's two worst enemies, leading to internal breakdown and eventual failure. Sulfate of the plates, where they short out internally, etc. Why drivers cannot do much about the heat, they can make sure the battery is securely mounted in place and minimize vibration, which is important. So those cars that we see with the missing battery hold downs, we always recommend to replace them. If you replace your own battery, don't the thing that was holding the old battery originally in place, don't throw it away. That's a good idea it's to have a, it there. Yeah, you should have it there. Batteries don't need to be sliding around and vibrating, etc., um, uh, keeping them uh, restrained the way they're supposed to be will severely help uh, yeah, batteries prevent don't like early to be battery beat, failure. They don't like to be beat around. They do not. Uh, another potential. When they, and they do, they do uh, breathe, so uh, weaken uh, evaporation of, uh, of the water inside them, better known as uh, acid, the mix inside of them can happen to a too hot. Uh, clean corrosion build up from battery terminals, capital clamps makes it stay in good uh, order, keep everything tight. Uh, and if it's more than three years old, it's good to have it tested without question. That's why we test all the batteries that come in. We already discussed that. Keep a good eye on them. So uh, one of those things, very important uh, to make sure and uh, um, keep keep them keep it handled. Yes. So good good times. Um, and then keeping your engine cool. Does your engine need to stay cool? Yeah, it because uh, especially when things get hot, they expand. So pistons are going to expand in the cylinder walls. Uh, you don't. That's what ha- the problem with overheating something. That's what normally happens. Everything expands to the point that there's too much friction, not enough. Because uh, everything, everything needs at least three thousands. You know. Oh yeah, clearance. To keep it, you know, operating point. Well, when it gets hot enough that it swells to the point where there is no clearance anymore, that's when things start to seize up. Over, yeah, exa- well, yeah, not only not only that, but mar the cylinder walls and bearings yes. and yeah, Take, stuff like that. Make the piston rings collapse, blow a head gasket because the head expanded faster than the cylinder block. When we're and dealing on, with on. a lot of different uh, uh, metal makeups, like we all have a cast iron block and we'll have an aluminum cylinder head. All those different metals expand at different rates when they heat up. So, which, which if is you get them too hot, they they expand apart, 
Well, that's why normally your head gasket blows because it pulls on it too much and it. Yeah. When it gives the space and it don't go back. So uh, keep automobile engines work hard in the summer. This is like Kevin saying you trying to run up a hill with four people on your back. And and it's the cooling system's job to protect the engine from overheating, without question. Uh, additives in the con- coolant protect the radiator, internal engine components against wear and corrosion. And that's a, a big point. So when we talk about coolant uh, and not changing out your coolant, uh, you know, and we recommend with ethylene glycol, which is a regular green coolant, every two years or 24,000 miles, flush out that cooling system, get it all taken care of. Uh, with extended life coolant, although manufacturers say it lasts for 100,000 miles, we tell folks all the time, three. if you want to take care of your investment, three years, 50,000 miles is a great time to replace the coolant on the vehicle. Uh, no question about it. There's a lot of additives in that coolant that help the seals, the water pump seal, um, you know, lubricate the bearings in the water pump, and just keep the the coolant from attacking the metal inside the motor. Well, not only that, you get dirt in it floating around too that attacks the, because most, most like even intake gaskets are made out of rubber and plastic anymore. Well, and it's sediment is yes. what it is. So the, the coin system starts to give off sediment. And that's why if you ever seen one, my auto man segment where I have this radiator, half of it's plugged with, we cut it open. Half of the, uh, of it is plugged with sediment. You can just see. And what that is, is from two things. The coolant breaking down, extended life coolant, and second thing, the sediment, which is caused from that attacking the metal and the gaskets and all those things that the rubber components, the seal for the water, that start to come apart, and it gets into that sediment, and then starts to plug up things. If you he would have flushed that cooling system, you know, at three years, 50,000 miles, instead of waiting over 100,000 miles, a lot of that he wouldn't have had to get a radiator and everything else replaced. And a lot it. of that sediment would have drained out, with it? It would have come out. You're right. Or not even been created, because a lot of it is created when the from, coolant from breaks the, down. Yes, okay. Exactly. So... Good point. Good, good point. Yeah. So anyway, that's why we recommend these things and, and uh, you know, keeping it uh, uh, just between flushes with the cooling system. Make sure the coolant is filled to the proper levels by checking overflow reservoir, et cetera. Top off the reservoir with 50-50 mix the way it's supposed to be by the specific vehicle manufacturer coolant. Remember, I never remove a radiator cap when the engine's hot. So you've driven the vehicle. Don't remove the radiator cap. The best time to check coolant levels is in the morning when you haven't driven the vehicle. That's a great time to do it. You know, yes. when you get up before you go anywhere, uh, car's nice and cool, been sitting all night long. Uh, boiling coolant under pressure will come out and will burn you. And there is no question in my mind about that. So one of those things. All right, folks, give us a call here. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, we're happy to talk to you about. We're going to take our last break here real quick. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer 1170. San Diego will be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I am your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host, still Kevin. You there, Kevin? Yep, here. All right. So, So, back to the heat. Back to the heat, which we're going to be in all weekend, apparently. Which is good. Got to get out. I'm okay. If you asked someone who's going to do something, I was thinking maybe, maybe, maybe a little paddle boarding or a little kayaking would be nice this weekend. Ocean kayaking. What do you think? Sure. I don't need a battery for either one of those. <laughs> my, as long as my truck gets me down there, it won't be overheating while it's sitting there. Well, it Good might plan. be. Just leave the windows down a little bit. <laughs> Let the heat out. Yeah, let the heat out. Don't let it melt. Yeah, don't leave anything in your car that can melt. You know, I had some of those little face shield things, Uh and and I I had gone out to La Quinta, and it got like 120 degrees. I left it in my truck over the weekend. It melted? It it, it just folded up. Like I was like, oh, this is a wadded ball of plastic. I don't think this will fit on your face anymore, so I had to throw that away. Hammer it out when it's plastic, when it's, when it's hot again. Heat it back up. Throw it in the oven on a cookie sheet. 
<laughs> Great. Awesome. Great ideas. All right, folks, I do want to remind you, show is also, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by, of course, Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. If your battery is overheated, come see us at the West Automotive Group. Just go to westautomotivegroup.com. We'll get you in. We'll get an interstate installed for you. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell anything else at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason, because they are the highest quality batteries. If you need a battery for your vehicle, ask for an interstate battery. You need a battery for any other reason, get an interstate battery. Uh, If you do need a battery for any other reason that's not automotive related, you can check them out at their storefronts. 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. Once again, there is no higher quality battery. So that's why, that's what I buy. That's it. Right, Kevin? Yes. So Where the rubber meets the road, my friend. <laughs> underinflated tires. So heads up, if you see a people driving with uninflated, underinflated tires, not only does it affect the handling and braking of a vehicle, tires overheat really badly when they're underinflated. Well, especially the, the sidewall works harder. Well, it's a, so you and I both know if you've seen a tire that's been driven around underinflated a lot and you dismount it, there's piles of rubber, rubber inside because the tire internally starts to come apart. That's why underinflated tires will often blow out and can cause accidents because... The tire starts to deteriorate internally. You can't even see it, and it starts to come apart. And no, no, I'm not kidding you. You can, And you can ask any tire person. You dismount that tire, there's like, you can scoop with your hand piles of rubber because it just comes yeah, apart like in little pieces. ground up rubber. It is ground up rubber. That's exactly it, and it's inside your tire if you've been running that thing low on air. Uh, so it just destroys the tire. You can't fix a tire like that. You have to replace it. So... Keep an eye on your tires. Don't run them low on air. Uh, and it becomes way more of a concern because uh, it can cr- cause a blowout, like I said. But uh, the higher the road temperatures, because it's even worse on the tire. So remember, when it's uh, when it's 120 degrees outside, I think the asphalt is like 180 or something. I was going to say 240, like double it. crazy. I don't know what it is exactly. So... If somebody knows, feel free to call and let me know that what the temperature is. I'm sure there's somebody out there knows. Somebody's Googling this right now, I'm pretty sure. Maybe, maybe my one friend will call in and we'll, we'll figure out what, what the temperature is. But uh, I don't know, So, but I'm telling you now, it's extremely hot and it's extremely hard on a tire. Um, tires should be checked out when the car has not been driven. You want to set the air pressure. So once again, we're back to one of the things, you know, best time is first thing in the morning uh, before you go anywhere. Tires are cold. That's a great time to set the tire pressure to the manufacturer's recommendation. Uh, And you can find that on the door. Usually a driver's door in most vehicles, you open it. There's a sticker there that gives the inflation information and the tire size. So on the vehicle, it's right? because the manufacturer sets it at a cold temp because they know that when it's when it gets hot, it's going to expand. But they Correct. they calculated all that all out. It's all set for you. All you got to do when the car's cold is set that tire temperature to what the engineers put on the sticker. And doing so, not only does the car, uh, uh, like Kevin said, it, it, they will expand a little bit. That that's what it's made to do. But the car handles best, the rides best, the safety's best for braking. All these things have been taken into account. So please make sure your tires are set when cold and set to the manufacturer's recommendation. That's why when your car is cold, it it may not ride as well. It may not. Transmission might be a little bumpy or shifting because the engineers set everything for normally temperated cars. Yes. And most cars today are at normal operating temperature within a couple minutes. Exactly. It doesn't so, take I mean, it's it, quick. Yeah. I don't even know if it's that long. I mean, No, it, no, I'm talking quick. about the transmission warming up and everything fully, fully. It's pretty fast. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm talking like a block, like one trip around the block, which is, you know, yeah. it's pretty. Once a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah I guess that's true. Just, no, By the time no. you put traffic lights and stuff in there. but The engine comes up to temperature fast, too. I mean, everything yes. comes up fast, pretty fast. A couple minutes, so, and you're you're good to go. So uh, the days of like in the 70s where you started and warmed up a carburetor car for the drivability, you don't got to do that. Well, you can start a car and drive away right now. And you know what? The, the car is cooling. Compa- I mean, the the uh, the antifreeze amount is less than it used to be, too. They don't run as much 
you know, they they they've they can cool it in different directions. The, they the, don't need the gallons big... or liter capacity yes. is less. Yes, they, the coolant does a better job, and they they have less. You know, like anything, like all the new AC systems. Everything. I mean, smaller. I mean, the new one, two, three, four Freon <laughs> is is in in we sell it uh, in ounces, in ounces, not in pounds. Where one thirty four and R twelve was in pounds. Well, even even from the older cars, because the older cars you'd have like three, four pounds in it. Mm-hmm. The newer cars were like one point six. Yeah, well, that and that's that's one thirty four. Now yes. we're down to like you have less than a pound in there. That's why it's now done it's like by point ounces. Six. Yeah, that's what. Well, <laughs> and it's done by ounces because there's so much less. Anyway. And it works really well. So, yeah, if you're... Oh, by the way, we have our one, one, two, three, four machines at the West Automotive Group. So if you need that AC service, you don't... You know, uh, very few independents have that machine. Uh, we do because we do some work for body shops, things like that that need it. Uh, just a great idea. If you need help with it, let us know. We're here to help you. Newer cars. I've seen a lot of cars after... Started in 2016 about... Headed into 18, 19, 20, definitely uh, most cars are 130, or not 134, I'm sorry, are 1234YF. Yes. Yeah. So we've used that machine more times. <laughs> Why do engineers like, you know, I, you know I'm kind of tired. I designed this, this Freon. I just, we're going to call it 1234. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder how things get their name. Well, uh, you know what? <laughs> I've been listening. There may to, be a reason. Maybe I, it's a chemical makeup. It was one, two, three, four Adam and Adams. I, I've been listening to this new radio station. They've been asking the callers to call in and, and, and say, hey, what kind of drink do you drink? Well, the one guy goes, I call mine a three or one, two, three. And they're like, why? And he goes, well, one, you need a glass. Two, you need two ice cubes. Three, you need three fingers of whiskey. <laughs> and I was like, one, two, three. Cool. <laughs> I'll have a one, two, three. <laughs> it might catch on. He may, might be known for that drink later on. So who knows? That's maybe how the engineer is naming his uh, Freon. <laughs> it may very well be. All right. So we're talking about uh, vehicles overheating, extreme heat. Uh, uh, fluids is a big thing. But before we get there, let's grab Alan and Chula Vista. Good morning, Alan. Morning, guys. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing fine. Trying to stay cool this morning already. <laughs> no kidding, huh? Um, got a couple of questions. Uh, you guys are talking so fast, I can't keep up with you. But sorry. <laughs> um, what's what's recommended uh, cooling flushing technique before you replace your fluid? Like most of our vehicles are older vehicles, and they used to have really good flushing uh, chemicals to use on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just is there anything available now that's any good? You know, I don't know if from from. I'm sure there's something if you wanted to go, but we use BG, but it's, it's sold to professional technicians uh, and their chemicals are pretty good. And that's what we use to flush the cooling system. And then also it puts, adds extra inhibitors in it and uh, things that help the coolant stabilize that we put back in. So that, that's what we do with it. So that stuff's really good. That's what I use on my truck uh, at the recommended intervals. And I have ethylene glycol. So I do mine every two years or 24,000 miles. What is DG? Uh, it's a company that produces uh, chemicals for professional automotive technicians. Plain and simple. So they do our coolant flushes. Uh, they supply our for our induction services that we use the atomizer and all that to remove carbon off the valves. They supply all those chemicals to us. And most quality facilities, car dealers, people like us, use BG because it is the best stuff. But you cannot buy it at uh, like uh, uh, auto parts store, like a Napa, because you have to have specific tools to use it with to make it work. So therefore, they don't they don't sell it to regular people. Does that make sense? Okay. Is there anything on the market that the average person can do if you do your if you do your own stuff? There are stuff. There is stuff on the market that you can put in, run, drain out, etc. Um, I don't really have a recommendation for you what's better than other because I don't use any of that stuff, nor have I. Um, so I, I really don't know, but yes, there, I mean, if you were to go to an auto parts store, there are flushes and things like that. You can buy kind of do it yourself stuff. Okay. Uh, second question is about battery <clears throat> terminal corrosion. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about batteries, what causes that corrosion? Is that fumes that come out of the vent caps or correct? So it's actually gassing of the battery is what happens and that acidic gas uh, reacts with the terminals and it causes that corrosion, or if you've seen it, like the green fur that grows on them, or the white uh, stuff. That that is all called caused by gassing of the battery. So usually, when we see that's really bad, the battery's been gassing a lot. So that can mean a couple things. Can mean the battery's starting to fail. 
can mean there may be a problem with the charging system overcharging, causing the ga- the battery to gas too much. Uh, so there's 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 a lot of uh, things that can that can indicate and often needs to be looked into. Sometimes it's just a really old battery and it's been gassing for all these years and it's getting near the end of its life too. Okay. Um, in the old days, they had uh, felt washers you put under the terminals on the, on the regular post type terminals. Yeah, top post batteries. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They still have those. You can still get them. Okay, and also there was a spray that some places put on when you when you replace the battery. Correct. It, they, it, they put a spray on there, kind of a red looking spray. Yep, and you can still buy that too, and it it does it. It's an inhibitor. It helps protect uh, the the uh, um, the lead on the terminals and 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 that to to reduce the chance of corrosion. Okay. Okay. So is it one effective, the, the washers or the, the spray? I mean, yeah, the washers are kind of like the spray thing, too. They, they're they soaked in this uh, anti-corrosive stuff that helps prevent it, too. So, yeah, they both do do the, they both do work. There's no question. Okay. Okay. All right, good deal. Thanks. Hey, no problem. Thanks for calling in. Thanks enjoy for listening. Enjoy the show. Keep up the good work. Thanks so much. And enjoy uh, the weekend and stay cool out there, my friend. Thank you. Talk to you later. You got to take care. Bye-bye. So... Good, good questions when it comes to the battery terminal uh, spray stuff and that. And we use it. it. They help. It, it does, does help. It does all help. Yeah. So, um, and the cleaner you keep them, the better at starting your car. The better. Well, there's a, when you when you get corrosion, you get voltage drop, well, right? Well, That's yes, an amperage drop. So, or voltage drop. Well, which affects. I mean, it, it can between start, the cable and the in the battery. Yes. which causes issues. It can affect starting. And it can affect. It can do little things like the car can start okay, and this, this, and this. But uh, <laughs> you can. They can affect little things like that. But you know what? It'll really affect when you get like corrosion on there. Is like uh, little spikes to the computer and stuff like well, that. That's so drivability issues you can yes, end up with. So yeah. you might get a little bit of going down the road or or. Whatever, whatever. So um, that's why you want to keep your better terminals clean as possible. Well, it's very important. So I'm going to look something up here. Hey, even when I do things like transmissions or stuff, a lot of times I clean. First of all, I'll have one of the battery cables off anyways, but I clean the battery cables because it, it is uh, to get the bot, get the car to set up its adapters and stuff. It's much better to make sure everything's working properly to freaking do what it's got to do. So, huh. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, just for, for HFO1234YF is hydrofluorolithin with the formula CH2 equals CFCF3. It is also designated R1234YF as the first of a new class of fridges. Anyway, I don't know. OP10YF by Chemors. As Solstice YF. So it's not made by DuPont? Well, Honeywell makes it. And Kimmer's makes it, apparently. I don't know. You know what? I don't always look into all this stuff. I really don't need to know. Well, because the problem is... is Oh, here you go. How do refrigerants get their name? How cool is this? (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) Let's see what it says. (laughs) Oh, I'm always interested now. I'm I'm like, okay, now I'm interested. How, how, How does a refrigerant get its name? How do refrigerants get their name? Basics. Let's start it out simple. Oh, this is a lot of reading. R22 is R letter prefix 22 is our number suffix. <laughs> that was old Freon. So, interesting. Well, there you go. Oh. I don't know what else to say. Well, I know that it's 1234YF. That's the stuff. In the, in, or it's 134A. Or it's r 12 Yes, there's no R12 left anymore. You're not. You can't. Even, I don't even know. There, somebody might have it somewhere, but we don't even put it into cars. We change everything over to R134. So, regardless, I don't think. I definitely. I don't think you can definitely you can't buy it. Not in, well in other countries. You can. I think. I don't know. Those or people, you could. Those people are trying to kill the environment. What's wrong with them? I know. Anyway. And then, uh, <laughs> I, I, last I heard, you could still buy it in the big canisters, but I, I, I haven't seen it. I've talked about this enough. I'm moving on. Uh, cars need fluids exchanged during high heat because I don't think the chemical makeup of Freon is going to help anybody. Well, right keeping now. your engine oil clean in the high temps is a good thing too mm-hmm. because it helps lubricate it so that it does. When it is getting hotter out and the pistons are, or you know, uh, swelling to a different uh, standard, at least the engine oil there to keep them lubricated and keep them 
Correct. So most fluids not only lubricate, they also serve as coolant, like you were saying, by helping to carry heat away from critical components, which is bearings and babbits and and, and, and piston rings and cylinder walls. And they they work along with the coolant in the the car, obviously. When fluid levels are low, the cooling effects reduce without question. I mean, that's simple. The possibility of overheating increases. Drivers uh, should check all vehicle fluids, including motor oil, transmission fluid, power steering, and brake fluid to ensure they are filled to the appropriate levels. Bring your vehicle in for service. We check all the fluid levels for you. Uh, if any fluids need to be topped off, should use the type of fluid specified in the owner's manual. There's no question in my mind about that. Um, heads up. And when you talk about fluids and things, and I often talk about fuel pumps, running a vehicle low on fuel all the time, especially with today's vehicles, the fuel pumps, where they are at, Kevin, they're modules. Mm-hmm. They're in the tank, right? Yes. Yeah. So the fuel cools that module. That's what its job is. I mean, inside there, if you're always running it where there's just barely enough fuel that the sock's just picking it up on the bottom of the thing, that pump runs hotter all the time, well, uh, and the chance of it failing early are higher. It also helps lubricate the gears. That's what I'm saying, the little rotor inside oh, there yeah. and all that. But the motor and everything else, it produces heat. Can, can you think how fast that thing's going to keep your fuel pressure at uh, 48 PSI Way or fast. whatever it's supposed to be? Yeah, and 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 and... A lot of stress on it. You keep it submerged in fuel all the time. The liquid keeps it cool. Yes. So it does help. Uh, just a, another cooling tip. So in hot out right now, that pump with no fuel on it and low, like a less than a quarter of a tank all the time, that pump's going to be working its little hard off. Well, especially if you get stuck in a traffic jam at this time yeah, of year, it's well, good. It's good idea. The high, it's hot. It's a good idea. I mean, if you're going somewhere and you only have a corner tank, it's a good idea to fill up. That way, if you get yourself and stuck in traffic somewhere or something. You don't run out of gas. Yeah, exactly. Or better example, keep your vehicle full of fuel so you don't have the things that happen. Remember when that thing happened in Arizona and that guy flipped the wrong switch or whatever and all? Yes. <laughs> whatever happened. I don't know. There's a lot of speculation about my that was when all San, That was all San Diego County went, woof. No power. People ran out of fuel on the way home. Cars alongside the freeway because they've been driving around with an eighth the tank of gas and they didn't have enough fuel to get home. They just put a little in there. I drove home just fine. I had a fuel tank, full tank. So just, yes. I mean, there are times, that just, just think about that. If you all, we were to lose power, it's going to be a high heat weekend and you can't get gas. A gas stations require electricity to pump fuel. Yes. Unless you're like me with a little 12 bump, pump, pump, <laughs> 12 volt pump and a, and, a, and, a, and a long hose, you can drop down in the tank. But <laughs> what are you doing? Self-fueling. <laughs> I got to get somewhere. <laughs> Self-fueling. <laughs> But my point to that is, uh, obviously, it doesn't work well when we have no power. So it's always good. You save the fuel pump, and you can also save yourself some stress if you keep the tank full most of the time. And the number one, keeping your passengers cool and happy. Oh, yeah. That is important, huh? Yeah, people get cranky when they get all hot and sweaty. Yeah, Yeah, maintaining a comfortable driving (laughs) environment reduces fatigue, which can play an important part in... yeah, can you imagine driving, uh, like going out to have a so you have no AC with the windows down, you got 122 degrees air blowing on you. Now, now you're like instead of just being in an oven, you're in a a, a, a blast furnace. <laughs> That's just terrible. It's miserable. Not good for people. Not good for uh, yeah, just not good. Everybody's going to be unhappy in your car. So good time to get the AC checked to make sure it's working well in your car. Uh, you know, just uh, be be ready, man. Yeah, and the con- climate control systems, uh, cabin filter replace, things like that, help keep your passengers cool. With the AC working properly, people are happy, right? Yes. It's one, one of those things. No, no That's problem. another reason to keep enough fuel in your car. That way, when you are on the freeway, you can keep the air conditioner rolling. You know, is it stucking more fuel, obviously, but uh, more load on the engine. But that way you can stay cool if you're stuck in traffic somewhere, especially... Um, normally on these weekends, there's it's a high. Uh, a lot of people are traveling in their car, so I mean, there is going to be more traffic on the roads this weekend. They are, they are. There's no no question in my mind about it. So, and and the last thing that just a heads up, just in case, be prepared. I always tell folks, even with proper preventive maintenance, summer breakdowns can still occur. You can find yourself alongside the freeway. And the things we want to recommend with that is number one, get you and your family to a safe spot. If you have an issue with a car that you have to get off the road right away, if the cars haven't overheat and doing, et cetera, number one importance, safety of you and your family, your passengers and everybody around you. So get to a safe spot as quickly as you can get the car shut down. That's a good way to do it. 
Uh, maintain a well-stocked emergency kit in your vehicle. If you end up somewhere, you know, let's say you're broke down on the road, it's dark, whatever, you know, uh, having road tri- having road triangles, things like that uh, should be in and, and water, especially hot like this. You know, if you're going out on a road trip, at least have a gallon or two of water with you. Uh, water's very important to us when it gets extremely hot. And if your car was to break down, I mean, if you're on the way out to Havasu, let's say, and your car broke down, you'd really be happy if you had a gallon of water. With yes. You. Because it, even if you've got cell service and people are coming, could be an hour or so until you get a tow truck to you without question. And that little bit of water could, because uh, even in the desert, they say Make a, a gallon of water a day to keep yourself hydrated. Oh, pfft. so without question, especially at that hot of temperature. So just remember that. Keep that stuff in your car. Make sure you have a good jack and a good tire uh, wrench and you can replace your spare tire. Or if you don't have a spare tire, some cars don't, like some of the Kia Souls we have don't have spare tires. Uh, a good can of fix-a-flat in an air, a, a electric air pump is good. That's what I always told my kids. It doesn't matter if you're going to be a heart surgeon when you, when you get older and you can afford to have someone change your tire. You should know how to change your tire because... That could save someone's life because you could be on your it way could. to heart surgery and your car blows tire. It could. <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, we appreciate you joining us this morning. Uh, we're going to have to wrap up the Auto Talk radio show here, but uh, we want you to keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up until next Saturday. And uh, like I said, we do appreciate you joining us. Tell your friends all about us. We are here on The Answer 1170. Uh, you can go to westautomotivegroupthough.com, westautomotivegroup.com, and Find us, make appointments, find all about us, or just click on Auto Talk Radio and go to the podcast. San Diego and everybody else out there, stay cool. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Have a Until great next weekend. Saturday, this is Auto Talk Radio. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.